Well, good afternoon. We're into part four of our series, which I'm going to call the Faith Works series. We're in part four today. We're going to talk about the fact that faith to be effective or operative must have corresponding actions. So you can tell me that you believe something all day long, but if you really do, then your belief will be evidenced by some type of corresponding actions. In fact, if you're not certain as to whether or not you're truly operating in faith in God, then take note of your actions. What are you saying? What are you doing? What thoughts are you favoring? I remember the last time that we moved abroad to serve as missionaries. My wife and I, we moved to Brazil. Our kids, they were grown up now, so they stayed back. But we, we, when we were preparing to move, we took all of our most precious possessions. and you know, We gave away almost everything, right? We gave away, threw away, <laughs> sold, whatever. Anyway, we took our most cherished possessions, which mainly were books and family photos and, and, you know, of course, important papers. We put them all into a five foot by eight foot storage unit for the time that we were gone. And so each time that we had a chance to come back to the States, we come back for about three weeks of, of uh, they call it furlough, three, three weeks a year. We're able to come back to the States. We preach in churches. We go to the store. We get stuff that we can't find over there. And one of our highlights when we would come back to the States would be, this is actually in third place. Number one highlight, find a Walmart. <laughs> Why? Because Walmart just makes you feel like you're back at home, right? Number two, go to a Golden Corral buffet. Did you say, did you hear me? I said buffet restaurant where you can just eat all you want to eat for one price. And then number three was to take a trip to our fenced in storage unit. I would look so forward to getting into those boxes and boxes of books that I had in there. You know, I'd accumulated books over the years and, you know, I'd come back and get to the storage unit and I can swap out books that I've had overseas for the, you know, for the year, put them on in there because I don't need them this year and then take other ones out that I needed. So as we were hanging out with our daughter at her apartment, I remember it was on a scorchy hot Saturday afternoon and I told him, hey, man, I want to go visit the storage unit. So I can pick up a few Bibles and a few other books. Well, they weren't too interested in, in going with me because of the heat. So I left by myself. And I got to the storage unit after I rambled through a bunch of my boxes. I found what I was looking for. And by this time, man, I'm soaked. It's crazy hot out there, right? And it's amazing. Nobody had come into the storage unit. I mean, the whole area, the whole facility, the whole time I was there. That <laughs> should have told me something right there. I'm sure it's because of the heat of the day. It seems I was the only one that was local enough to venture out uh, to that storage facility during probably the hardest, the hottest part of the day. It was probably about one o'clock in the afternoon. Here I get back into the vehicle and it wouldn't start up. It seemed to me like the battery had died. What in the world am I going to do? I ain't got no cell phone and nobody can even see that I'm in here from the road. Then I had to start. Wow, Jesus said in Mark chapter 11, verse 24, you know, what things soever I desire... When I pray, if I believe I receive them, I'd have them. So I prayed, Father, I ask you in Jesus' name that you will cause that when I turn the ignition, the car will start on up so I can get on back out of here and get back to our daughter's apartment. Do you know that immediately after I finished that prayer, I hopped out of the vehicle, made sure to lock all the doors, and I took off on foot outside of the storage facility to look for a motorist to flag down and, and ask for a jump. <laughs> now, here's my question to you. Did I have faith that the Lord would do what I had just requested of him? 
After all, he said to pray, and I did. No, I didn't have faith for God to do nothing at all, right? What I really believed was clearly evidenced by my actions. After I prayed that prayer, man, I never even tried to turn the ignition again. I never even tried it. So if you don't have actions which agree with what you've supposedly released your faith in God for, then you're not really trusting the situation over to the Lord. Now, on the other hand, uh, I'll tell you another story. Recently, we were going to be flying out to, I think I shared on one of the previous podcasts, we were going to be flying out into this particular third world country to share God's word. And two days before the time we were supposed to leave, violence broke out in the country. And it became so serious that the airline that we were traveling on put out a travel advisory warning all foreigners not to enter into the country. So we decided to cancel and reschedule. Well, make a long story short, my wife called in and canceled. She handled all of the, you know, coordinating the, the flights and all that kind of stuff. She called in and canceled. And then when she called back a few days later to rebook, the airline said that they would not honor our request to rebook. Rather, they were treating our ed- cancellation, which they told us, they advised us we should do. They were treating it as a basic no-show. I'm like, what? We're talking about some big bucks here. So my wife and I prayed and asked the Lord to intervene and cause them to honor the option that they extended to all of the traveling passengers to be able to rebook. Now, over the course of probably about the next week and a half or so, my wife would call back several times as they requested that she do to find out what the decision was. Each time my wife would be so kind and courteous to the little service reps as she's getting transferred back and forth. I feel like we we know everybody in the whole place. (laughs) <laughs> whatever you know but anyway she'd speak with them and she'd be courteous and stuff and nice and could, could you hold one more time sure you know and uh eventually that thing got to me that started bothering me so i finally asked her why you being so nice to those people i think i'd be a little tougher and a little more assertive with them and she told me she said look i can afford to be kind and courteous to each of these reps Because remember, we gave the whole matter over to God in prayer. And he's working it all out for us. (laughs) I felt crunchy. Okay, I felt real crunchy in that moment. By the way, she called back the other evening to find out that the, the airline company had changed their tune completely and allowed us to rebook with the money that we'd already invested for the canceled flights. Now that is as fine an example as any of faith in God working along with corresponding actions. Huh? Do you see that? So I, so I want to share this passage of Scripture with you as we close. I believe I have time to do that, but it'll really help to bring today's point home. It's found in James chapter 2. James chapter 2, starting at verse 14. I'm going to read James two fourteen through 26. It says, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation because it's a little bit easier to understand. What good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but don't show it by your actions? Can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing, and you say, Goodbye and have a good day. Stay warm and eat well now. But then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does that do? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. Now someone may argue, Some people have faith. Others have good deeds. But I say, how can you show me your faith if you don't have good deeds? 
I will show you my faith by my good deeds. You say you have faith? For you believe that there is one God good for you. Even the, demo, even the demons believe this, and they tremble in terror. How foolish! Can't you see that faith without good deeds is useless? Don't you remember that our ancestor Abraham was shown to be right with God by his actions when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see, his faith and his actions working together, his actions made his faith complete. And so it happened just as the scripture says, Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. He was even called the friend of God. Verse 24. So you see, we are shown to be right with God by what we do, not by faith alone. Rahab the prostitute is another example. She was shown to be right with God by her actions when she hid those messengers and sent them safely away by a different road. And James chapter 2 verse 26 says this. Just as the body is dead without breath, so also faith is dead without good works. Or in other words, faith is dead, it's incomplete, it doesn't operate, it doesn't function the way it's supposed to if you don't have actions that agree with what you say that you believe. Okay? God bless you. I hope that this ministered to you. If it did, let me know. Or if it just brought up any thoughts within you that you want to share with us all, give me a call and let me know, okay? God bless you. Larry Hunter, 5-Minute Inspirations, where we've been continuing on with our series, the Faith Works series. You have a blessed day, and we'll see you next time. My brother in Christ Jesus, what's going on, man? Hey, I wanted to add to your segment and um, about faith and work. Work is what is missing in a lot of people's lives, and the reason why we just sometimes, some people don't get ahead because they just don't put any work with their faith. I have a belief in my heart, man, that with the Lord, with faith in Him, Plus, me putting in work, it is impossible for me not to be successful. It may take some time, but it is impossible for me not to be successful. And I really believe that if you just have your faith in God and you say, I'm going to go out here. I don't know how everything's going to work out, but I know that all the promises in God are yea and amen. And you go out there and put your work with your faith. It's impossible for you not to succeed, man. And I just wanted to add to that, man. God bless you, man. Love you. Peace.